every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Solar 101. Give us a 101. Sure, it's my pleasure because uh, all of the renewable energies... um, whether it's solar, geothermal, uh, wind, these are all technologies that are reducing our dependence on fossil fuels. So they're all good and they're all uh, uh, the direction where the country as a whole should be heading. Um, the interesting thing about solar is it is a very complex subject. Uh, we could go on for hours and hours. So today we'll just hit some of the, the quick and easy points. And for additional information, people can contact me offline. Um, solar can be used. Wait a minute. Oh. How can they contact you? Oh, they can contact me uh, via my website at uh, askecoed.com. And we'll put that on our website as well, mm-hmm. thegreendivas.com, right after the show. Sorry, just wanted to make sure. Well, no, I think it's important because we talked before the show, and there is all so much to talk about that yeah. you need a, a good 15, 20 minutes, if not longer, with Ed one-on-one on one to do this. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but we just want to make sure people know where to find you. All right. And uh, solar is, can be used to either generate electrical power, and that's known as photovoltaic, or solar can be used to heat water, to create uh, hot water. And both of them reduce uh, the need to do that using you know, coal, uh, gas, or other fossil fuels. Um, we'll stick to residential solar today because uh, you can use yeah. solar either on your commercial properties or, or on your homes. If it's a commercial property and you don't have solar panels over your parking lot or on your roof, it's basically an underutilized asset at that point because it could be generating energy and also uh, dollars. From a residential perspective, um, solar is a great technology. And uh, a lot of people call me up and there's a lot of uh, misconceptions in the marketplace or they're just not good candidates for solar. Right, right. So the first thing you want to do with your home, even before solar, is you want to... uh, conserve energy and make your home more efficient. Right. People think of solar, and it is a relatively significant capital investment, um, so you do want to look at the easy ways to reduce energy, uh, make sure you turn off the lights and all those things, and then make your home more efficient. And uh, once you do those things, then you look at your your home and you see, do you have a good southern exposure? Because that's usually very important. You, ideally, you want to have a southern exposure so the sun hits those panels most of the day. Then you also want to make sure that your roof is newer. If your roof is only has five, ten years left on it, and you're going to put on panels that can last 25, 30 years, uh, you're going to destroy the, the panels when you take the roof off. Oh, uh, you know what? I would never have thought of that because no. yeah. So you have to do the roof and the plant solar probably. So if, probably. if you have an old roof, okay, which is another expense, of course. Yeah. And the third thing you want to make sure you have is uh, unobstructed. Uh, sunlight. That means uh, no chimneys, gables, uh, trees shading it. I'm never an advocate of cutting down trees to put on solar. <laughs> but is there a but? No, he's no not buts. budding. He's no not budding. No buts. Not an really? Yeah. Good uh, for you. Trees uh, do have so many other benefits from an environmental perspective. Uh, I'm never an advocate. Yeah, me neither. I hate when you, I see trees down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, and, and then of course you have to really see if you have enough sun. Exactly, and then uh, you ha- you can have companies come out and they take a look at the roof. They can actually climb up there, and you'll use specific tools like a pathfinder, things like that, that actually track the sun. Because if you're doing it in the summer months, the sun's at its highest point. You actually want to check it in the winter months around December 22nd, yeah. when the sun's at its lowest point, because that's when some of the trees that may be 25, 50, or even 100 feet back may now be blocking the sun. Right, 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 right. Makes sense. So uh, we, before again, before the show, we were talking, 
And there are several tiers of, I guess, applications, whether people want to lease, whether they want to lease well, to yeah, buy, there's different whether they want to buy. To, to, to do and it's it, confusing. Yeah. And the last thing Ed said to me, he said, and the solar companies keep changing those things to make it sound more attractive. So I thought, it's a quagmire of facts and figures. Well, that's and, why we're going to do a series on this. I think it'd be you brilliant. Can, you can lease, I, I, you know, my 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 hair guy, Dwayne, Dwayne Edwards Salon, giving him a plug. He just did it, and, and he had, he's leasing. He said, you know, it was like a $13,000 investment, but they're going to probably not pay an electric bill. They don't have to do anything. Zero maintenance. This company is going to maintain it on the roof. If anything breaks, blah, blah, blah. If they need to be updated, upgraded, maintained, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking, wow, that sounds pretty good. But he still put money in. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about those three or options, four yeah. options out there, whatever it is. Sure. Solar, uh, aside from all the environmental benefits of solar and reducing your, your carbon footprint, um, solar is an excellent financial tool because uh, electricity costs are so high these days or the cost of heating hot water. So there's a bunch of different tools out there that make solar more attractive. There's federal tax credits. There's uh, state rebates and incentives. A lot of states offer what's called a, a solar rex. Uh, S-R-E-C, and that's a Solar Renewable Energy Certificate. And it's a type of incentive or subsidy that makes solar a more attractive financial investment. And are there federal, um, you know, federal incentives as well? Yep, the federal incentive is a tax credit. Right now, the federal government will give you a tax credit, not a deduction, a credit for 30% of the cost of, uh, of a purchasing a solar Well, right. that's kind of significant, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And so if you look at the entire package, uh, there are a lot of confusing options that come out there from the solar companies, but I'll break it down to the three of the most simple formats for acquiring a, a, a solar array. One of them is an outright purchase. And if possible, I'm usually an advocate of this because there's a significant return on investment. And how long, say you've dropped 50 grand, and I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating on the price, but I've heard up to 50 grand. How long will that amortize itself? I mean, how long will that return take? That all depends upon the state, upon your local electricity rates, upon the incentives that are available. So there's no standard answer. But in general, most of the programs will lay it out for you and show you what the return is. When I bought my array, I uh, got state rebates and incentives, high solar recs, and a federal tax credit. So my array paid for itself in about three and a half years, which Ooh, was outstanding. Wow. Well, this clearly is the guy to go to. He's the go-to solar guy. I mean, I've just made yeah. up my mind right now. You've just proved that to me right go there. Go-to. Go-to solar guy. Go, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine. Right okay. Now, right now I'm helping a friend in California, and their utility rates or electric rates are a lot higher than here in Jersey. So at peak rates, they're paying 34 cents per kilowatt hour. So their array is without state incentives is going to pay for itself in about five years, which is about a 20% return on investment. So it's still excellent. When you enter into an agreement, a leasing agreement, you have to understand that it's always good to, in, to get solar because you're offsetting the carbon footprint, but the leasing company is going to make their return on investment. And a lot of times they take the lion's share and leave the homeowners with relatively nominal uh, benefits. Right. Okay, right. And you were saying that those nominal benefits would be equal to changing your light bulbs to energy efficient light bulbs for the eight or nine bucks a month 
that they would save. Is that what? Did I, did I understand that right? Yes, a lot of the uh, leasing agreements I've seen save about a hundred dollars a year, which when you break it down, oh. it comes out to be about. So you know, go buy some LED lights, and you're all you're all set. Never mind the solar panels. Wow, isn't that terrible? See, that's, that's why it's so confusing. Not what what uh, what my what Dwayne Edwards got into. I mean, he got into a very good program. Yeah, for and there leasing. are there are good leasing programs. So you have to. Wow. I don't really understand the finances of it. Oh, that sounds like such a headache. So would someone call s- someone like you, Ed, as a consultant to kind of wade through, for instance, you're here in New Jersey, so you're probably more familiar with New Jersey incentives and the mm-hmm. companies that are here and the leasing programs that are here available? Is that That's correct. Okay. Um, I help out people in other states most more so as friends uh, yeah, uh, yeah. on a one-off basis. Because, uh, yeah, and who's the guy in California? You, were you going to name drop? No, I don't oh, okay. want to name drop. It's, okay. uh, it's a, a, a good friend out in the San Francisco area. Oh, okay. That's a, uh, that's a good known friend, but no name dropping here. But you know what? I would guess that, Ed, even oh, you though... You guys are no fun at all. <laughs> well, you know, it's business. Know, it's, okay. it's business. Um, no, but, um, Ed, I would guess that if you have certain incentives and rebates in, in, in one state, that they are probably paralleled in other states in different amounts or different configurations. So it would be easy to figure out what's going on in Vermont as well as in Kansas, or, or am I wrong? Uh, no, there are a lot of states don't have those type of programs, but to check out and see what type of incentives your state has, there is a website called um, DesireUSA.org. That's yeah. D-S-I-R-E-U-S-A.org. Yeah. And they break down uh, efficiency, incentives, and rebates on both the federal and local uh, level. So All there's right. no way to say, Ed, there's no way to say solar is for everybody because it's just not. For the most part, in northern New Jersey here, most of the people I talk to aren't good candidates, even though they like to be. So if you look at what pre-qualifies you for and you look at the, the financial benefits, um, it can be a very good investment. Eco, no, askecoed.com, folks, to sort through all of this. Yeah, we'll put this all on the website, and we'll podcast this and get all the information out there, and we'll do it again and give you more. So you can always send us your questions. You know, find us on Facebook. Green Divas Radio Show or thegreendivas.com and and comment and let us know what your questions are for Ed for next time. Perfect. Okay. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.